Hey friends, welcome to the Overwhelmed to Intentional podcast. My name is Kristen and I am your host. I'm a certified life coach helping overwhelmed millennial women live a simpler, more intentional life. Today I want to talk about what you're making things mean. Why this is important is because oftentimes we're making something mean something that has us feeling terrible. And we end up spending a lot of time in our own suffering for absolutely no reason. (laughs) And I want to help you with this because I see this a lot with my clients. They are making situations mean something negative about them or even negative about other people. And then they feel a lot of frustration, disrespect, resentment, anger towards themselves and other people and it is affecting relationships, work environment, business, all sorts of areas of our lives. And there is a way to fix this. So I want to help you with that today. Why is it that we like to make meaning out of something? Our brain likes to create a story, likes to make sense of things. Often it makes sense of things in a more negative way only because the brain is wired more negatively. It's like that for survival. That's it. And so it often makes something mean something negative as a protection mechanism. But it doesn't necessarily always mean that. We just tend to go there in our minds. And in order to solve for this, we have to be very aware of what we're doing to make something mean something that maybe it doesn't even mean. But the way that we have to go about this is to be very aware of the filter that we're operating from, which is our belief system. We are operating from a set of beliefs and we're making meaning out of the world based on those beliefs. It might not mean that at all. I'm going to give you some examples, but based on our beliefs, that's the story that we will tell. And the reason this is so important is because We are living in our own suffering when we don't have to be. We don't have to actually assume the worst or think that things are so terrible. They actually might not be. Actually, things might be way more neutral than you even realize. Things are more neutral than you even realize, but (laughs) we'll get you there. So often... I see clients assume that their kids are disrespecting them on purpose or that their spouse is doing things for spite or that their boss intentionally doesn't treat them well or that their friends don't like them and don't invite them to places because they don't want to hang out with them. (laughs) They assume the worst. And when they assume the worst, they feel terrible, they then behave from that feeling, and they're not showing up in the world in the way that they want to, in a way that feels good. And let me tell you, it does not have to be that way. You can actually feel better. Things really can be neutral because they are. So how are things neutral? First, we want to be very aware of what is a circumstance, what is a fact in the situation, and what is your thought about it. (laughs) And often we think that our thoughts are the facts. Our thoughts are not the facts. Our thoughts are our thoughts. And that's what's creating the feeling. But the facts are always neutral. And an example that I recently made a video about that I sent out to my email list. If you are not on my email list, you should join. You can do so by going to the links below and downloading 
one of those guides that I have linked up. I send out things to my email list that I don't send anywhere else. So if you are on my email list and you've watched that video, you'll know what I'm talking about. But if not, I will give that example here as well. A client recently said that some friends of hers all hung out together and she was not included. The thing that she wanted to immediately go to was how they don't like her, they don't want to be friends with her, just immediately going to something negative and it be something about her. And I paused there and said, okay, let's look at what is really happening here. We first want to assess the situation and see the neutral circumstance. And the neutral circumstance is that your friends got together, maybe went to a restaurant or whatever they did, and you were not there. And that is it. That's the circumstance. That does not have to mean anything other than my friends had dinner, I was not there. It could simply mean that. But notice how quickly our brain wants to make meaning out of something and make it mean that they don't like me, they don't want me to be there, they don't even want me included in the friend group. Like our brain will go to all of these crazy places and tell us all these stories and then we'll feel really frustrated or maybe sad. And then when we feel that way, how do we behave? Well, maybe we become defensive towards our friends. Maybe we send a text and say something like, hope you guys had a great time. It sure would have been fun to be there. <laughs> or maybe we disconnect. Maybe we don't send a text to our friends. Maybe we don't check in. Maybe we distance ourselves because we assume that they don't like us and they don't want to hang out with us and we're no longer included in the group. So notice how we will make meaning out of something. We will behave from that meaning without even knowing what it really meant or without even seeing it neutrally. But it is neutral. Either way, them hanging out and me not being there is a neutral scenario. Then we can decide what we want to make that mean. But first we want to notice why we went to my friends don't like me. Why why is it that that's why is it that that is your default thought to go to they don't like me. Well, we want to notice that that is a practice thought that maybe in relationships that has been a thought that you have always had. Maybe you have evidence in your past to say that your friends have hung out without you a couple of other times and you're using that evidence to prove that they don't like you, they don't include you. Notice where that's coming from. You want to be really aware of why you're even thinking that in the first place. It's probably not because you're not likable. <laughs> most likely you're likable. And most likely that's just a go-to belief that you have, a go-to story, and the brain will automatically pull up our most practiced, most familiar thoughts. You want to catch those. Then you want to see how that feels and how you would behave if you operated from that thought. But if you decided that you could tell a different story, you could make a new meaning out of this scenario, what could that be? And this particular client, I had her assess, like, well, what else could it be? If it wasn't that you're not likable or that they don't want to hang out with you, they don't include you on things, what else could it be? And she said, well, you know, I actually have been pretty busy lately. I have been traveling some. I've you know had a lot going on with work and with my kids and been doing some projects at home. And so I have been pretty busy. I haven't really reached out or spent a lot of times time with friends lately. And that's where I was able to say, okay, so this is really good to see. It doesn't mean that you are not 
likable or that they don't want to hang out with you, but instead it might just mean they thought, oh, she's been really busy. She might not have time. We have no idea. Now we could ask them what they thought, but we, you know, we can, we don't have to, that's, that's an option, but we just want to notice that there could be a million other stories for why I was not there. What am I making it mean? What's my initial meaning that I'm making out of it? And what if I could change that? What if I could change it to, you know, actually I have been pretty busy. I've had a lot going on. I haven't done a whole lot. If that is where we go, that changes what we think about our friends. Instead, we don't see them as excluding us or as, you know, being in a clique that we're not involved in. (laughs) But instead, we can see it as, oh, you know, I've actually been pretty busy. Maybe I could reach out. Maybe I could reach out to my friends and say, hey, I've had a lot going on lately, but I really miss you guys and I'd like to get together. And then that would completely change how we show up in our relationships and our friendships. We don't have to assume the worst. We don't have to make it mean something bad. We can decide it could mean anything. Let's take this into a work example or a a business example. If you have a business and you are putting yourself out there a lot, you're making a lot of offers, you're selling the thing that you are selling, you're telling the world about it and you're selling it out there to the people. And you find that you are not getting a lot of people reaching out or maybe you get someone reach out occasionally, but it's not as often as you'd like. And you're making that mean that you are a terrible business owner. You're not going to be successful. Nobody wants what you have to offer. You can't seem to make it. Everyone else is good at this and not you. (laughs) And then when you think that, how does that impact the way that you sell? How does it impact the way that you show up in your business? You probably show up with more frustration. Maybe you start to get frustrated at potential clients. Maybe you speak in a way that is either kind of needy and desperate, or maybe it is kind of bitter towards your towards your potential customers. And you're in this attitude of, I don't understand why you guys are not buying. I mean, hello. <laughs> but not in a way where... It's very warm and inviting and in a fun way, which is there's a totally different energy, which could be I have what I think is the greatest thing. I'm so proud of it. It's helped so many people and I want to share it with you and I have no idea why you haven't bought it yet. It would change your life. Like there's a totally different energy behind that than there is you guys are terrible. You're not buying what I have and it's all your fault. (laughs) If you're making it mean that nobody wants what you have to offer and you're terrible at sales and you're never going to succeed, then the way you are going to approach your business will be not so fun. The energy is not going to be great. But if you decide that it means that you maybe need to tweak a couple things, maybe you need to just get out there even more, maybe you need to look at how you are going about selling and think about being in the customer's brain. What is it that they would need for me to say to help explain this more? Like, why is this product or service that I'm offering so valuable? What will they get? How can I word it in such a way and speak to them in such a way where I am understanding where they might be coming from as the buyer? So then you can tweak it a little bit and you can change the way that you speak about it. You can think a little bit differently about how you market. That totally changes 
the meaning of people not buying. It, it might not mean anything. It might not mean that you're doing anything wrong. It might simply mean that you need to keep saying whatever it is that you're saying because people do have to hear for a little while before they end up buying. And that is totally normal. People need to hear over and over about what you're selling and why it's valuable to them in order for them to buy it. That's not a problem unless we make it a problem. If we make it mean something terrible and we feel terrible and then we act terrible. <laughs> and by acting terrible, I mean maybe we act from that just frustrated energy that is going to create such a different experience than if you decide it means everything is still working. I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to tweak a little bit here. I'm going to say this a little bit differently. I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to, I'm going to be more curious. We will have a completely different experience if we make it mean something more neutral or even something positive. We always get to choose what we make something mean. Always. We get to decide what we make something mean. And we also can make something mean things in a way that serves us. We don't have to always be so negative and hard on ourselves and mean to ourselves. We don't have to approach things in that way. The only reason that we do is because the brain is wired to protect us. It's wired for survival and it tends to go to the negative before the positive. That is okay, that is normal, but there is something that we can do about it. And it is about first and foremost assessing what you currently believe, being very aware of what your unintentional automatic thought is, and then deciding to change it from there. You don't want to slap on a new thought before you've dealt with the old thought. It's not going to work. It's not going to stick. And I talk about this a lot. You don't want to decide, oh, it means that um, what I have is amazing and of course people are going to buy it when you don't believe that. <laughs> if you don't believe that, it's going to be really hard for you to try and live that out. Instead, you want to notice, what am I initially making this mean? I'm making it mean that nobody wants to buy what I'm selling. I'm terrible at sales. Okay, well, let's dig into that a little bit figure out why you think that and how that's showing up and what you're doing when you think that. And then we want to look at what if it means that it's working and there's still some tweaking that I could do? What if instead of going all the way to the opposite of, oh my gosh, I'm amazing at sales and of course I'm going to sell thousands and thousands of dollars of my product this month. <laughs> if you don't believe that, that's silly. We're not going to go that far. Instead, we want to come somewhere in the middle, a little more neutral. And neutral is looking at the facts we can look at okay i've made this many offers i've had this many responses that's the fact so now we can see what's working is that i've made this many offers i'm getting out there i'm showing up what's not working is that i haven't had that many people reach out well let's work on that so it is working and i can do some tweaking that is way more neutral and believable and easier for you to behave from than it's amazing i am the best salesman of the year <laughs> <laughs> of course you don't believe that. This is the work that we do in coaching. It's so valuable to see where you're starting from and then build on a new belief system instead of trying to go to the complete opposite spectrum. This is also not easy to do on your own because your brain will immediately just want to go to, well, I'll believe the opposite. I'll, I'll go to the opposite. That's the only thing that makes sense. 
you might not have the awareness of how to get to neutral and then how to practice and find evidence for that, build on that, and then get to a more positive belief. But that's what we do together in coaching. It's so important to see where you're coming from, then see what is neutral about this situation. How can we find the neutral, circumstantial, factual aspect of this and then go from there than it is to ignore all of that negative stuff that your brain naturally goes to, try to slap on some positive thoughts. Won't work. They will not stick. I would love to help you in this area. If you are struggling in your relationships, at work, in your business, with your kids, and you think that they are all meaning something negative about you, maybe your kids not behaving the way that you think that they, quote, should, you're making that mean that you are a terrible parent. Maybe your boss not being as attentive at work, you're making that mean that they disrespect you or they don't think that you're a valuable employee. Or maybe your spouse leaving their dishes in the sink, you make that mean that they don't care to help you around the house. I'm laughing because this one is so familiar to me. If you leave your dishes in the sink, my immediate thought is, you don't want to help out around here. <laughs> and so you expect me to do it all. <laughs> and of course, that's not true. If we were to ask them, they would, prob- they would probably say, I was going to do that later. Just didn't want to do it right now. It could mean nothing. It could mean something so simple, but our brain immediately goes to it being something against us, about us, something negative. And it's creating a lot of tension, a lot of frustration, a lot of pressure on ourselves, a lot of tension in our relationships, and it does not have to be this way. There is a better way. I would love to show you the way. If you are struggling in these things and you want help to feel more at ease, more grounded, more neutral, if you want to stop assuming that the world is against you, that your family is against you, that your employer is against you, that your clients are against you because they're not buying everything that you're selling, let me show you that there is another way. You can feel better. You can decide that something doesn't have to mean anything terrible about you. You can actually decide that it could mean something amazing about you and you can decide that it can mean something neutral about you. You don't have to even believe that you're amazing, even though I think that you probably are. But you don't have to believe that. You can believe that it's just neutral and it's not a big deal and that might be enough. For a lot of my clients, that is enough. They don't even want to swing so far into everything's amazing. They just want to be neutral. They are so tired of feeling so frustrated, resentful, bitter, overwhelmed all the time that they just want to get to neutral. And I can help you get to neutral, that's for sure. And then you might want to swing a little bit more into feeling even better. And I can help you with that too. (laughs) So if you're interested in that, book a free consultation call and let's chat about it. I would love to help you feel better, make things not mean something so bad about you because it probably doesn't and help you feel more at ease and at peace in your life and in your relationships. If you want that, you can go to kristinalana.com and book a free consultation call. We'll chat about this. We'll chat about how you can feel better in your life, in your relationships, and how we'll do that together in six months of one-on-one coaching. If you have any questions, you can always reach out. You can find me on Instagram at underscore kristinalana, K-R-I-S-T-E-N-A-L-A-N-A-H. And I would love to see you there. Also, join my email list if you want a guide to organize your to-do list, 
to get more done. If you want a guide to ditch overwhelm in four simple steps, both of those are below. You can find those there. Hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you next week.